When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook betting app. All right, we're going to talk. We're going to stick with the Arizona men's basketball theme. Tomorrow, we're going to talk some Arizona women's basketball. We're going to talk some football, start getting you ready for Utah. But Arizona men's basketball, it is today. And the first oh, first item of business here is talking about the newcomers. And one thing that I think has caused a little bit of frustration with people is Tommy Lloyd's method about going about building rosters. Now you got to remember that Arizona fans are used to the Sean Miller era where you basically just load up on five stars. You bring them in and you know what? You hope that they fit. A lot of times they did. A lot of times they did it. Um, Tommy Lloyd is obviously much different about this. Tommy Lloyd clearly doesn't care necessarily about stars or where you're ranked in the portal. He cares about your fit where you fit into the team. And so far, so good. You look at it last year, the guys that he brought in, while not stars, were definitely good contributors to what Arizona wanted to do. Pella Larson, Umar Ballo, guys like that. But you got a whole host of new players in now that we need to talk about, and let's talk about those. And first and foremost is Courtney Ramey. Um, Ramey was not one of the highest rated guys in the transfer portal, but he was certainly a player that I think a lot of people looked at and said that, you know, was enticing. Now, you got to remember about his background. Ramey, uh, Ramey at Texas went under shock a smart average 12 points a game, three or four assists, shot uh, 30 some th- high 30s from the uh, three point line and was one of the better defenders in the conference um, with a coach that understood offense. He was able to do things. But uh, obviously, Chris Beard comes in, more of a defensive-minded coach, and that fell off there a little bit. Ramey, though, is going to be perfect next to Kerr Creesa. Absolutely perfect. Because the things that Kerr struggles with somewhat are obviously defense and you know dealing with more physical uh, players. Ramey is a defender who can deal with physical players. You can tell that after one game. You can tell that by looking at his track record at Texas. And he's not going to be coming out of the game. If you're looking at for a Courtney Ramey stat line, you're probably looking at something like 13 points, four rebounds, uh, uh, three or four rebounds, three or four assists. And he's probably going to be on the all-conference defensive team. He is a... Uh, He is a perfect fit for what Arizona wants to do. And honestly, I think that he can play, uh, he can play some point guard and in the PAC 12, you've got other guards out there that Kirk Reese probably can't guard a tiger Campbell, a Will Richardson, guys like that. That is where Courtney Ramey comes into play and interviewing Courtney Ramey. You can just tell that he's all in on what Tommy Lloyd wants from him. He's a team first guy. And I think that's, what's exciting about this entire, uh, um, about getting Courtney Ramey in and some of the other players that we're going to get to in just a minute. But you watch him, though. He is going to fit in perfectly on here. And when uh, <laughs> Tommy, Lloyd's, Tommy Lloyd is such, such a cool customer, when he was asked about uh, – Ramey going over the field in uh, you know the red or the red blue exhibition. He says, "Not too worried about him. You saw why." But so if he were to be, 
I would be somewhat surprised if Courtney Ramey isn't one of the three best players on this team. And again, Tommy Lloyd is about fit. This guy is going to be a great fit for what Arizona wants to do out there. And honestly, if he were by the end of the season going to be one of the best players on the team and one of the top 10 to 12 players in the conference, wouldn't surprise me in the least. Now, well, a couple things. Four Peaks Brewery, again, uh, the official brew of PHNX Sports. This is a, they have a great deal going on right now. If you go down there this Saturday, you can help yourself with some discounted beer. $15 for a 24-pack of the Fall Variety Pack. This Saturday, only at Four Peaks, Wilson's Tasting Room on Wilson Street in Tempe, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The first 50 people there get a free Oktoberfest shirt. Must be 21 or over. And obviously enjoy responsibly. Check the link in the description. And uh, with Four Peaks, again, the cool thing about it is that they're, uh, you can get that at Tap and Bottle as well. And the Tap and Bottle Watch Party, that's the place to be this coming, uh, excuse me, this coming Saturday. Four o'clock, hang out with us down there. It's going to be an absolute blast. Looking forward to a, a great time. Um, Come down Route 4 of the U of A with like-minded U of A fans who all back the A. Um, Scott and Rebecca do a great job down there. Great time. Join us at Tap and Bottle downtown at 4 o'clock. All right. Now, the next guy, Cedric Henderson Jr. Cedric Henderson is fascinating to me because and we've talked about it before. He's played well against good teams. You've all heard that. But... The position flexibility that he gives you out there is something that I think stands out immediately. Now, his game really isn't like Daylon Terry's. It's certainly, I mean, he's, you know, he's built a little bit the same way, but it's not exactly the same way. They're, you know, he's he's a different player. But where he's fascinating, though, is that he can defend a three, he can defend a four, and heck, in the Pac-12 where you don't have a ton of bigs outside of Arizona and Oregon, he can defend a five. Position flexibility is a big thing when it comes to Cedric Henderson, and it's something that I think is enticing to just watch out there and see what he can do. Now, with uh, what is his role on offense? I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be kind of a garbage guy. And again, I mean that in the the best way possible. He's going to get some follow-ups. He's going to get some tips. He's going to get some stuff like that. Um where I'm curious to see where he's used, though, is where does Tommy Lloyd want to use him when at the end of games? Because Lloyd's talked about going small. And when you go small, I kind of I get the sense that that's going to be your foreman right there. And I think he's equipped to be that guy. Now, it'll be interesting to see what kind of shooter he can be. Can he become a passable shooter? You know, Dalen Terry was a passable shooter towards the uh, the end of last season where he made big shots when it mattered. Can Cedric Henderson be that guy? I don't think that we know that yet, but it's sure as heck going to be fascinating to watch the progression right there. Um, you can also tell, too, that he has a really good feel for the game. And one thing that Lloyd talked about, too, was about getting guys in here who were good fits for what they want to do. We talked about that with Courtney Ramey, and Cedric Henderson is the same way. When I asked, when I would talk with Cedric Henderson at Media Day, uh, what Tommy Lloyd's pitch was, he said, you can do a lot of things out there. He said, a big part of it, though, is to get your motor up, you know, where you're just going full the entire time. I think you're going to see that as well. Um so I look for another guy. I don't think he's going to play as much as Ramey, but I think he's going to be playing 20 plus minutes a game. And I think he's going to be a player that the more he's in, the harder it is to take him out of the game because of what he can do out there. 
And uh, now looking at the uh, front court, we'll start with Henry Vasar. Well, you know what? We're going to go both Henry Vasar and Dylan Anderson. They're both mass. They're both very tall individuals. Um, Vasar, I think, has probably the higher upside, but my guy Dylan Anderson right now, I think, might be a better player. When you watch him out there, Anderson's a little bit more coordinated. Um, he's a little bit better around the hoop. I think Vasar has a uh, a bigger long-term potential than Dylan Anderson, mainly because um, you look at his body. He's, I think when he fills out, and he's more skilled right now, but when he fills out, I think he's going to be a real problem. But he kind of looks like that praying mantis out there and that, you know, his arms are kind of everywhere. He's still trying to figure out everything. But Vesar um, is going to play 10, 12 minutes per game, bare minimum. I think he's probably a two-year player. And Anderson, who came in here, you got to remember, Anderson comes in here and he's a player that, you know, I think a lot of people were looking at as a red shirt. I don't think he's going to red shirt. I think when you look at that four peaks lineup right there, Keep in mind, four big men, four peaks. Get what I did right there? I think that uh, I think that Dylan Anderson is probably going to force his way onto the uh, court. And if somebody goes down for two or three weeks with a sprained ankle, that could mean, you know, 13, 14 minutes for Dylan Anderson. But with him, it's all about, I think, his projection as an upperclassman. As long as he continues to uh, fill out, which I have no doubt that he will, um, by the time he's a junior, he's going to look like one of those Gonzaga guys out there that, you know, you don't really hear from. And then all of a sudden he's getting you a 14 and seven or something like that. He's got that type of ability to him. Um, and plus he's the tallest guy on the team. You look at a guy, he's legitimately six eleven, seven foot. He's taken to coaching. Dil or, uh, Tommy Lloyd has talked about how, uh, what a pleasure he's been to coach. And again, I think he's going to force his way into the uh, rotation at some level. Again, I don't think that he's not going to be a starter, but he's going to force his way into the rotation. And that's a good thing for Arizona because a lot of people were down on him. And uh, I think right now you're seeing that when you get good coaching, it generally works out right there. Now, before we get to the other players here, and we're also going to include Adama Ball and the newcomers. I know that he played last year. I get all that. But a couple things. First of all, game time. Uh, you can save up, and keep in mind, you can save up to 60% off tickets for concerts, shows, you name it, when you uh, get your tickets last minute on game time. Everybody out there knows the procrastinator. Everybody out there knows the guy that, you know, waits till the last second to get the tickets. They say they won't, but they end up waiting till the last second. Game time is here to help you help you make money and get to where you want to get. Again, we've had a guy in the post-game show multiple times talk about how he uh, got his tickets through game time last minute. If it's uh, it's good enough, it works for other people out there. And again, procrastination is a way of life. I know it. Everybody else out, out there knows it as well. So check it out again. Game time, this is really where this is where you get your tickets. And, you know, it's quite frankly, it's one of the uh, – it's one of the best places out there for sure. Now, and want to tell you about Candlelin as well. Not uh, not all children have what they need to be successful in life. In Arizona alone, almost 30% of young children live in poverty, and more than 50% of these children are behind their peers before they even reach kindergarten. Candlelin, a Phoenix-based nonprofit, is on a mission to provide the support programs and tools that everyone, every child needs to nurture their future. Uh, to get involved with Candlelin's uh, mission or donate, visit uh, candlelin.org. That's candlelin.org. Okay, now 
let's get to some of the other guys here. Now, um, Adama Ball, man, was he impressive the other night. You watch him, and again, Tommy Lloyd was asked about him during the offseason, and he just kind of had a little bit of a glimmer in his where he's like, Adama's going to get there. Now, I think that uh, you watch him, he can shoot, he can get to the hoop. His body was meant for basketball. He's He's got a world of potential to him right now. And where I think it's fascinating is what is his upside going to be? Now, Rhino and I talked about it before the season. I think, you know, I think there's going to be some games where he gets four points. I think there's going to be some games where he gets 16 or 17 points. But if he starts forcing his way into the lineup where I don't know that he's ever going to start, but if he starts forcing his way into the lineup where he starts, he's, he, you know, he's out there. That's a good thing because Arizona's got really good players in front of him. If Ball can force his way in there, that means that Ball has taken that next step. I look for Ball for the season to play 15 to 20 minutes per game, something like that. Then Kylan Boswell. Now, Boswell's in an interesting spot right here because you got to remember, again, Boswell is should be in high school right now. He's also got Kirk Kreese ahead of him who, no matter what you think, Kirk Kreese is going to play 25, 30 minutes per game, something like that. Um, then you got Courtney Ramey, who I think can also be a very effective point guard. Boswell, to me, is probably in that 8 to 10 to 12-minute range, something like that. I don't know that he's going to be any more than that. But as we've said a million times with Boswell, it's all about getting to next season because I think at that point, you're going to look at a guy who is going to be a who's going to be a, a really good player. Uh, my guy John Brogan made the point. I think that I think that he's going to have a Tiger Campbell type impact at the college level, um, and that's a good thing. Again, I know Tiger Campbell draws a lot of people crazy, but he's a really good player and he's a winning basketball player as well. I love that comparison. If Kylan Boswell can be uh, Tiger Campbell at the college level, we'll take it. And uh, Philip Borovichinen, I like Philly B a lot. Uh, first of all, he's a lot bigger than people think. Um, but you know, I think Philly B is probably going to be going to a red shirt this year and there is nothing wrong with that. A lot of really good players at the U of A have had to take a red shirt year, whether that, you know, or I think a Rick Anderson first, uh, you know, first and foremost, who then becomes a key player on the airs on the best, uh, excuse me, who was a key practice player. And then on the, uh, excuse me, on the O three team, one of the best teams in school history, he was a frontline player. I think he's I think the game's a little too fast for him right now, but I think he will get there. Now, one thing you don't need to worry about being too fast for you is morefurniture.com, M-O-R-Furniture.com. They've revamped the entire PHNX studios. It's fun to go in there. they got a lot of really good stuff, a lot of cool stuff. Check it out. Again, morefurniture.com, um, M-O-R. And if you want to get a good deal, if you want to find some snazzy furniture, this is the place to do it. I can speak for my coworkers that have all been amazed by going in there and the deals that they have gotten through everything. So again, check it out, morefurniture.com. And before we sign off, interesting news about uh, the Big 12 trying to get Gonzaga into the uh, – or talking with Gonzaga. If that happens, that is the biggest power play that Brett Yormark can make. Gonzaga in the Big 12 – would be a would easily make this the best conference in all of college basketball, and another reason why I'd like to see Arizona get in there as well. 
we'll, this is obviously in the early stages. We'll find out more, obviously, but I just wanted to throw that one out there. Certainly something for Arizona fans to keep an eye on. All right, we're going to be back with you tomorrow talking some Arizona women's basketball, football, and as always, some Arizona men's basketball. Thanks so much for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.